This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. What is the single currency? Thanks for asking. This month marks the 20th anniversary of the Euro, possibly the most significant achievement of the European project. Indeed, it was back in January 2002 that Euro coins and banknotes were introduced, and the biggest cash changeover in history took place across 12 EU countries. But the story of the Euro actually goes much further back than that. It's intrinsically linked to the very essence of the European project. In 1946, shortly after the end of World War II, Joseph Muller, resistance member, concentration camp survivor and founder of the Bavarian Christian Social Union, talked up the benefits of a single currency, saying, Countries that share a currency will never be at war. The single currency was therefore a valuable takeaway from the history of the first half of the 20th century marked by two world wars that took the lives of over a hundred million people. But how could having a single currency really ensure peace? A new common political and economic framework was put in place, with the aim of bringing peace and prosperity to all countries. That was absolutely in line with the determined optimism and aspirations of the post-war European project. At the time, Europe was the embodiment of modernity and growth. In 1957, the Treaties of Rome established the European Economic Community. As the dollar's domination stirred up discontent, Pierre Werner, the Prime Minister of Luxembourg, drew up a programme to stabilise the rates of national currencies. In 1972, the initiative was approved by all European heads of state. It was a step-by-step plan to build and introduce the single currency. Werner first named it Euro, which was then eventually shortened to Euro. The final founding agreement was the Maastricht Treaty, signed in 1992. The document established the European Central Bank, and the European Economic Community was renamed the European Union. What have we learned over the last 20 years? Some observers believe that the euro single currency wasn't a flawed concept as such, but that countries weren't always able to effectively support its launch, or make the necessary adjustments on a national level. Furthermore, there was no European regulation system designed to monitor banks and protect against successes. Others argue that the biggest challenge has actually been met, that is to say competing with the US dollar. Let's not forget that despite the rise of populism everywhere in Europe, the Covid pandemic has demonstrated the continued relevance of the European project. France and Germany have, for the first time, initiated the creation of a solidarity fund to cover related debt. 
That is a historical example of the importance of being united to have a say in this world. There you have it. Now you know what the single currency is. In under three minutes, we answer your questions. What would you like to know about? Use the comments section to send us your questions.